0: Thanks for listening to the Gateway Live podcast, a collection of recent sermons, teaching, and inspirational content brought to you by Gateway Church of Upstate New York. Visit our website at gatewaylive.org for more information. Now, here's today's message. I really do. I have a word that I believe uh, that should encourage you and strengthen you. And I love it when a song service goes along with what. Um, you know, what, what the musicians pick out for songs goes along with uh, what I believe the Spirit would say to the church this morning. When we sang that song, I see the evidence of your goodness all over my life. Um, uh, that, that is something I, I, I hope, and again, when you see these songs... Uh, and you see the words, and you don't know them yet. Uh, and you begin to declare these things. You speak those things. I see the evidence of your goodness all over my life. And, uh, I, and I, just, I just absolutely, I see that in my life. And, 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 it, and it concerns me for some that you don't recognize God's provision in goodness. Um I literally I was telling Jeannie I said wear shoes that you can slip off because I'm gonna have everybody take your shoes off. But I won't do that. Uh for several reasons. But I'm gonna I I, I I'm gonna take my shoes off. And uh, I hate doing it because it makes me an inch shorter. But in, in, in doing so, I'm just, I'll take one off. No, I've got to take them off because I can't. I won't be. Uh, I want to read a scripture in um, Deuteronomy. And it's in uh, chapter 29, verse 4 and 5. And, and I know it's there behind me, but let me tell you what was going on. Um, Moses was coming to the end of his life. And they were about to, the, the, uh, the transfer of leadership was about to go to Joshua. And they're about to cross over uh, uh, the river in, in, in the Jordan and go in to the promised land. They had been wandering in the wilderness for 40 years because of their unbelief. See, God intended for them to leave Egypt, get the law, figure out how to govern and go right in and inherit a promise, but they got to the very edge of the promise, and they would not go in because they didn't believe. Now, these uh, events, not stories, but these events are there for our benefit. They're there uh, as an example to us. There are some of you that have yet inherited the promises of God in your life because of unbelief. Even though God has great things for you, you, you hold him back. You, 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 you keep him at arm's length because you don't believe that he loves you. All right? That's just, that's just crazy. For God so loved the world. You say, well, yeah, but he loves everybody. You know what? That includes me. And when you, when you grasp that understanding that he cares about you and, and you can hope to believe that he's working in your life and that he wants to do something for you. And then as he begins to do things and you recognize those things, sometimes we get so caught up in the big things that we want God to do that we do not see the evidence of his goodness every day. And, and what that does, and I'm giving you the altar call at the beginning just so you know what I'm saying. What that does in our lives is we have a deficit of joy. We, we, we live feeling like we're, we're, we're never quite there and we're just, you know, uh, uh, that, that we're waiting for the next big event. How many know God is, is capable of big events? Man, I tell you what he is. And there's been some big events in my life, but I'll tell you there have been a lot of years where it's just living. Right? And if you're not if you're not looking for the things that God's doing in those times in between, you're you're not going to see the evidence of his goodness. I guarantee you there there's a, 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 in our Christian thought, and sometimes in our tradition there have been seasons and, and movements of God doing some great miracles, you know, over an extended period of time and, and people get in the place where they think, well if he's not doing that all the time, then nothing's happening. And the truth of it is, God's always doing something. And so here, here's, what, uh, here's what God says to uh, the children of Israel gets, gets them all together. He's getting ready to uh, depart, turn the reins over to uh, uh, Joshua, and he says, yet to this day the Lord has not given you a mind to understand, eyes to see or ears to hear. I led you 40 years in the wilderness. Your clothes and your sandals on your feet did not wear out. He said, you know what? For whatever reason, God's, you, you don't have the revelation. You, you don't have the understanding. Here they are trudging through uh, and wandering through the wilderness, but yet being cared for at every moment. To the point that the, after 40 years, they picked up their shoes and it's like, hey, I got these for Christmas, brand new. They are really nice shoes. Jake bought them for me. He doesn't buy cheap stuff. But 40 years from now, I would think they'll probably, well, <laughs> they may be buried me, with me in the ground. I don't know. But probably they'll get wore out. You know, that, that uh, uh, eventually, uh, uh, you know, things wear out in this world. How many of you have wore out a pair of shoes in your life, right? And again, if you use them, if you beat them up, but can you imagine the miracle of them walking for 40 years in a wilderness, wandering, and their clothes and their shoes did not wear out? That's amazing. You see, uh, here, here's, here's I, I love the big events. They uh, uh, are fleeing Egypt and God parts the Red Sea. How many would you ag- would agree with me that's a pretty big event? I mean, that'd be pretty cool, walking through the, uh, a sea and, and uh, you know, getting on the other side. I guarantee you they were in absolute terror. Sometimes those big events are scary. And, and, and they get on the other side, and the uh, army of Egypt tries to follow them, and they're destroyed. And one fell swoop, in one big event, God destroyed their enemies. You would think that would have most people's attention, right? And they, so they get on, they, uh, they get uh, to get the law, they, the government, all that. Then they get to the, uh, the Jordan River ready to cross over, and they had a vi- series of big events in their lives, and yet they just didn't get it. They were still filled with unbelief. Uh, I will tell you this. Those of you that don't see the evidence of his goodness every day in your life, there can be big event after big event in your life, and it will never bring faith. It's it's just for for the church to... uh, 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 think that just some big move of God is going to somehow convince this world. I'm going to tell you what, it's the everyday events of our life that's going to convince this world. It's us walking the way we're called to walk. It's us rejoicing over the fact that my shoes haven't wore out. It's the small things in our life. How many of you have held joy hostage because you want God to do something in your life? Anybody ever do that? God, I'm not going to be happy until you, and all the while, day after day, he's doing things for you and to you, and you're not recognizing it because you've got this one thing that you say, God, you do this, and then I will. Now, I'm not yelling at you. I'm just declaring this with passion. What happens to the souls that do that, that don't recognize his goodness day in and day out, they, uh, when, even when the big events come, it's just not, it's never going to be enough. I'm asking, you said you wanted to draw near to him, didn't you? I'm telling you it's time to rejoice in the small things. It's time to give him honor and glory in the day-to-day things that he constantly accomplishes in our lives, that his goodness, his evidence is all around us. Moses says, listen, you know what? Uh, you got to realize, you know, your shoes didn't wear out. That was an absolute miracle. But some people didn't see that. Do you realize, do you know this? And I, You know, the wonders of the Internet and science and all that, and we, we just are in awe of the majestic. Uh, a landscape you know how many you've gone through Lake George in, in in October and it's just absolutely stunning and we're like oh God look at this great thing how amazing and it is amazing and if you've been around the world different places and you've seen uh, uh, mountain views and, and whatever it is that catches your fancy and you're there beautiful sunsets and you're in awe and I'm going to tell you what you want to be shocked get some things that God's created under a microscope. There's some things that you don't even see with the naked eye that if they're magnified, I've got to tell you what, there's some amazing creatures, beautiful creatures, that that are not there for us to see every day. There are amazing things. How many of you have ever caught a snowflake in your hand and looked at it? I gotta, okay, I'm being weird, but I'm telling you, that's amazing. And every one of them's different. But we just, eh, eh. but And I, I'm not going to, I hate snowflakes this time of year. Just saying. I, you know, you've got to clean up after it all. But the idea of the, the, the majestic, just the, the glory of God in the smallest of things, it exists. And if you are not careful, you're not going to live with an understanding and a heart that's thankful. And that, that, that truly is the key. When you live with a thankful heart, you can come into this service this morning, as so many of you did, just with a heart lifted toward Him. I, I'm not here, you know, and I realize if you're here for a specific reason and you need something, we're here for. To pray and, 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 and intercede to God for that big event in your life i 've had big events when I come before him and and, and uh, uh, just a, a sinner without hope and and he just touched me. It was a life changing event for me and and uh, uh it, it was exciting and i just literally illuminating and and as you walk in that that kind of event even though you walk in the truth that he puts before you it's it's not every single day but he is working every day he's doing things every single day so here's what happens they cross over Jordan they get to uh, Across there, they do all that they need to do in Joshua. You know, first few chapters, they 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 keep the covenant of the circumcision that Abraham got from, from God, and they they're getting ready to go and inherit the promised land. They send spies into Jericho, they get all set up, they they march around Jericho, everybody, you know, the, the event, the walls of Jericho fall, they hardly even have a battle. It's like you great. You know, man, this is going to be easy. So they go from that victory to another, the, the next one, and it was a very small town that God wanted them to have. And they come back and say, oh, we don't need everybody. Give us a couple thousand. We'll go in there. And they, they go to take this town over and they get their butt kicked. I mean, they're, people literally die. Soldiers of Israel. And Joshua comes back, he said, to God, he said, what just happened? You know, why, why did you send us here? And we're, You know, he falls on his face. I love this. And, and uh, he falls on his face. He said, why would you bring us here if you were just going to kill us? And the Lord said to Joshua, he said, what are you doing on the ground? He said, get up. He said, there is sin in the camp, and you better route it out. You better figure out what's going on. Because you're not going forward until you do. Now, thank God we do not live in the Old Testament. But there was the law. And, and what God wanted to do was establish some things early on. Foundational in Israel's beginning here. And uh, uh, something had gone wrong. And so when he he finally... Figures out, all right, something's wrong. He said, well, who did it? So they go through a process, and they get the family, and and God reveals eventually who did it, and it was Achan. And and Joshua says, Achan, what are you doing? What did you do? He said, it was me. He said, when I saw among the spoils. So here's what happened. When they they were going to go into Jericho, the Lord told Joshua, and Joshua told everybody, do not touch one thing. He said, everything in here is mine. He said, I don't want you to take anything, any of the spoils. You don't need them. He said, they're mine. So they all go in there. And what is amazing is there was one guy out of all of that army. But this one guy brought a mess. He said, it was me. And he said, when I saw among the spoils a beautiful cloak from the Babylon, 200 uh, silver. Shekels, which is about five pounds of silver, and about uh, a, a pound of gold. He said, I coveted them, and I took them. He said, you can see for yourself they're concealed in the ground under my tent, with the money under, my, under the cloak. So Achan, uh, somehow, going in there, he sees things. That it wasn't for him. But he felt that it was a lot bigger than what he had. Somehow, you know, he I believe in Deuteronomy 29 that he heard uh, uh, Moses say, Look, man, God has provided your shoes that wore out. I don't know how uh, uh, Achan missed that his shoes never wore out. But somehow, in all of that, it wasn't enough for him, God's daily provision in our life. It wasn't enough to bring contentment. He, he had to have something more. In there. And, and what happened is when he finally saw something that wasn't his to take because he wasn't content. He ends up, he knew it was wrong. He took these things, he hit them. You know, let me tell you something. When God's go- doing something in our lives, in your lives, we're all going to be on board. If you have to be isolated and alone in it, be very careful. You know, if, if you've got to hide what you're doing, like Aiken did, well, it might be. Well, but I, I you know, I'm just thinking God's goodness. I, well, God's goodness is evident every single day. If, if you can see the small of me, look at the soles of your feet or your shoes. Come on, there's, there, it may not be your shoes, but there's things that God has done for you continually. And it's those things that you got to look at and say, wait a minute, man, God, you provide it. There's some of you here that can turn a dime into a dollar every time you touch it. There's some of you that can turn a dollar into a dime, too. And you think one is blessed and the other's not. And I'm going to tell you what you know why some of you aren't rich? Because you can't handle it. Nothing wrong with that. Present company included. I, you know, God knows. And those that can turn a dime into a dollar, you know, you, you, God knows. He's, he loves you more than. Your security in this world. And, and, and if you can, uh, you know, I, I promise you, uh, some of you that just barely make it day to it, day, it's not because God's not good to you. He takes care of you day to day. Does He not? Hey, I'm, uh, if you're without, let me know because you shouldn't be, because God's faithful. And and, and 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 every day he takes care of it. If you have abundance, you know why God can trust you with abundance? Because you he put you there to give. That's just the way he works. Don't think God, I'm, you know what? I, the blessings of God has something to do with the materialism of this world because it doesn't. But Achan, he got all he got all twisted and he saw something that what didn't belong to him. And he thought, man, it's a bigger thing than anything I've ever had. And when God takes care of us, and it's, it, it seems so small, but if you allow it in your life, the evidence of his goodness, what it brings is just a grateful heart and an expectation that you don't have to grab things that don't belong to you. In uh, Zechariah chapter 4, I didn't give her that scripture, but it says, that we're not to despise the day of small things. They were called back after years of captivity to build a wall around Jerusalem. And when they started laying the foundation, you know what happened? They, the enemies laughed. What do they think? You know, an ant's going to crawl up there and it's going to tumble. But one day turned into ten, and ten into two weeks, and 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 pretty soon... Day by day, building and working, all of a sudden that wall was complete. And the enemies of God were shocked. And and, and what happened, the the idea, the understanding in our life is it is the daily consistent, you just putting in your time, doing the right thing, allowing uh, uh, the goodness of God to be evident in your life and living in the joy of that. The very thing that you want God to build in a moment, He wants you to day by day walk in the Spirit and watch it accumulate little by little in your life. Especially to those of you that know Him. There's a big event for some people's lives here, and I know that. But for so many, the big events of, of my life have been spread out through the years, maybe, I don't know how many, I don't even know how to count them, but, but it, it's not week upon week upon week. It's, it's here and then there. You know, in years down the road, all of a sudden, something like, whoa, God just shows up in a miraculous way. But I do not hold my joy hostage waiting for the next big event. I'm going to rejoice because the soles of my shoes, they're not wearing out. And that may be a metaphor in my life, but there is evidence of his goodness all over my life and all over your life. Yeah, not everything's perfect. Nothing will ever be perfect in this world. Nothing is ever, I, it's not going to be done. There's always going to be want and need. How many of you are here in need today? You need something, God to do something. I want God to do something. But I'll tell you, when you are going to just live in a place of absolute confidence and faith, that God, I have faith that you're going to supply all my needs according to your riches. Why? Because I see your evidence. See, he is not impressed with unbelief. He is not impressed with somebody who doesn't feel like, you know, I, I'm here striving for what God has, but it's full at the same time. Why? Because he's been good. Because I've, I've walked a long time, and there's things that in my life that just God has absolutely, miraculously provided day by day. And it ought to be. It ought to be a source of great, great joy. Stand with me this morning. I love you, Lord Jesus. Oh Father, I thank you for your provision at every turn. That's why it is so wrong to compare ourselves amongst ourselves. My brother, who's capable... Or a sister who's capable of you know having an abundance of stuff and not letting it become an idol there's other how many know God knows exactly you he knows you he knows what you could take and what you can't how many know he's got plans for you that's absolutely he has the best he wants the best for you You know what that means? If you believe, how many believe that? Really, he wants what's best for you. Then you're right where you're right where he wants you to be. If he's a good father, right? If he's a good father, it's like, man, I missed the boat. Now, no, no, because he causes everything to work together for your good. You didn't miss anything. So from today, what I'm asking in this prayer meeting, as we as we before we go down and eat, man, would you just uh, look at the, the soles of your shoes and just figure out, hey, God, you know what? I do see the evidence of your goodness. And I'm thankful for it. If you need a big event, if you need a healing, I got to tell you what, he's able to do that too. But today, right now, right now, just with a thankful heart, I wonder if you just take a few moments and say, Lord, I am grateful. I see your goodness. And man, that causes my faith to well up and that joy to be consistent. Amen. As we sing, would you take time to pray? If you need a healing in your life, come on, we want to pray for you. If you need a deliverance, we want to lift you up. If you need somebody just to encourage you, call a brother or sister next to you, and we'll pray for you. But let's sing. And worship and pray together in Jesus. Thanks for listening to this week's message. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast to be notified when new messages are released. And remember to visit GatewayLive.org for more information.